This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. the mom room podcast my name is renee rena and i am definitely the mom friend you have always wanted ready set go hello everybody welcome to thursday's solo episode kind of a mishmash of topics today i don't really i don't know what it is but the last day so yesterday and still this morning i'm just not feeling like putting out content, creating content. Yes, I love making videos out of podcast clips. I love that Um, because I'm like sitting at my desk by myself, like focused. I don't know. I just yesterday didn't really feel like storying. Nothing's wrong. I feel totally fine. I just get in these moods. And it's weird because recently I gained quite a few followers on Instagram and on TikTok and Usually when that happens, you feel even more pressured to, you know, put stuff out. Um, Same with story views. Like my story views have been really up. But I even still I'm like, no, because at the end of the day, if you're not like I can't be performative. I've realized about myself like I cannot I post things in the moment I create things in the moment I don't schedule anything I can't make believe or be like okay I need to put something out like what is a topic I can like write about and you know get lots of likes like I can't do it if I'm not feeling it then I don't do it because I don't want to do something if I'm not going to enjoy it. I don't know. It's a really weird feeling and I don't want this to not be fun anymore, to not be something that I enjoy. So at the end of the day, it's like if you don't feel like doing it, if it's not bringing you happiness, if it's not something that you feel like talking about right now, then don't. So yesterday I took a little break from stories. Like I still storied here and there, but like we went to Milo's soccer game and I didn't take my phone out once, didn't even take a picture or a video. Like I was more so just in the moment. Also, it was like 40 degrees Celsius, which is 104 Fahrenheit. Super humid. And so I don't even know if my fingers could have worked the phone because they were so sweaty. And okay, so maybe I will get into the topic of butt sweat. I was going to talk about JLo's documentary. I watched it last night. I just finished the last 20 minutes this morning. But let's talk about butt sweat first because I was trying to explain to my husband yesterday at Milo's soccer game He was like, oh, do you want to sit in my chair? Because he brought a chair, but I was like, oh, I'll just sit on the grass. Um, I don't like sitting down when it's insanely hot. And like, we were not in the shade. There was no shade. You're just out in the middle of a massive field in the blazing sunshine in 40 degree weather. Um, 
So anyways, I was like, I sat down for a little bit on the grass and I was like, no, like I don't want to stand up and have like feel sweaty on my butt. So I, I was like standing up and then I would sit down for a bit, then I would stand up. But here's the issue when I would stand up. My butt is such that like my butt cheek, how do I even put this? Like my butt cheek hangs over the top of my legs. I don't even know. Like, do I have to draw a diagram? Like, this is so hard to explain. My butt cheek when I'm standing hangs over the top of my legs a little bit. Okay. So it's like a roll. That's a perfect way to describe it. Like a butt roll at the bottom of my butt. So while I'm in this insane heat, it generates sweat in this role and I swear to god like it it's like soaking wet in this role and I'm nervous that sweat is going to start dripping down the back of my legs that's how hot it was and I remember very clearly being at my friend's wedding And I was a bridesmaid and she had her wedding at a golf course in the middle of the summer. And it was the similar kind of thing, like just sweating and you're in a dress and you're standing at the front during the ceremony. And like we were all talking to each other, like quietly during the ceremony, like, oh, my God, like sweat is dripping down my legs. So that's what I felt like yesterday. So... And I was trying to explain this to my husband because apparently his butt cheek does not hang over the top of his leg and he didn't understand. Also, I think it's different for guys because they wear, well, my husband wears like the underwear that's kind of like shorts. So I don't know if that provides some kind of like sweat protection, but when it's just your skin, like hanging out on top of another piece of skin, it creates sweat. I imagine this is what people feel like who have big boobs. Like my boobs do not do that. So I can't like I I don't have that problem, but I do have the butt cheek problem. Um, so I was explaining to my husband like because there was a little bit of a breeze. And so I was like, I literally have to like bend forward to not have my butt cheek hang over the top of my leg so that like air can get there and it's not generating sweat. Anyways, it was a hard thing to explain. So anyways, I don't know if other people have this issue. Like, what do you do? Put deodorant on the bottom of your butt cheek? Like, I hate the feeling and I'm so self-conscious of it because I don't want sweat to start dripping down the back of my leg. I don't want my freaking shorts to be wet. And listen to this, okay? One time in Ottawa, my friend and I had just finished, like we passed our attachment training um, stuff. It was like this huge ordeal. Like it took half a year to do it. You had to like code your transcripts, send them into New York, which is where I did the training. It was this whole like big, long process. And so we were like, oh, let's go sit on a patio and have lunch to celebrate okay it was boiling hot and I think we were under an umbrella on a patio and I'll never forget this I had on like khaki capri pants like khakis okay 
And we're sitting there, we're sitting there, and I was like, I am the sweatiest person in the world. And I stood up and like my entire butt was just like wet from sweat. And since that happened, so we were like dying. Obviously, it was hilarious, but like I had um, a light shirt, like a long sleeve shirt. So I just like tied it around my waist. But I was like, oh, my God. Since that moment, I am terrified of being hot and sitting down and having like to stand up and then my butt being sweaty. Does this not happen to anybody else? I I feel like I'm the only person that I've that this has happened to. And I'm like, do I just have a sweaty butt? Like, I don't understand. Anyway, so now I'm very aware, like if my husband and I are going to go sit on a patio or be out and about in the summer, I will make sure I'm wearing something that will not show sweat, like because I'm traumatized. Okay, so that was my butt sweat thing that I just wanted to get off my chest or off my butt. Um, J-Lo documentary. Everyone's been talking about it, and I love documentaries like this. Um, the Lady Gaga one, incredible. The Katy Perry documentary, incredible. The Shawn Mendes documentary, incredible. I love them. So I was excited to watch it. I'm not like a huge J-Lo fan, but I think she's like super talented. Um, I used to be because when they were showing clips from her music videos, like this was when I was all about much music, which is like our MTV in Canada. I was obsessed with all those music videos and like her like dancing and the waiting for tonight. Like she had really good songs. Um, and I like these documentaries when they go back and, you know, feature all these hits because you forget where was I? And I, oh, oh, it was the pink documentary. The pink documentary is so good. And I cried my eyes out. So I highly recommend you watch that if you have not already seen it. But anyways, during the pink documentary, it was the same thing. I was like, oh my God, she has so many hit songs. It's unbelievable. You just forget all these songs that you basically grew up on. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode of The Mom Room and providing me with samples. You know how a lot of people can't leave the house without a water bottle? It's like their emotional support water bottle. I am the exact same way with facial tissues. And that is because I have such bad allergies, specifically in my sinuses, to the point where I know I'm going to have to blow my nose multiple times in a day, and I cannot be out in public without my emotional support facial tissues. Luckily, for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Now I know if I have a big event, maybe I'm going to a concert, going out for dinner, I don't want to be blowing my nose every two seconds. It's very unbecoming. And so I will take Claritin D and enjoy my evening. 
Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter or ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. My husband and I both turn the big four zero next year, and we have been thinking a lot about our long-term health. We want to get smarter about our health, make better choices, but also not feel overwhelmed trying to separate fact from fiction. There is so much information out there, and it can be hard to figure out what applies to you, what is right, and what is wrong. Well, let me introduce you to the Zoe Science and Nutrition Podcast. With the help of world-leading scientists, they help you make smarter health choices every week. Don't just take my word for it. Naomi's Apple Review says, Zoe Science and Nutrition is super easy to consume even if you don't understand the science. With loads of actionable tips, a great mix of guests, and interesting cutting-edge science. You can't go wrong with a weekly podcast where world-leading scientists explain how their own research could improve your health. If you're ready to join millions of others like Naomi transforming their health, then search for Zoe Science and Nutrition wherever you listen to podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Little Spoon. If you're like me, then the bane of your existence is thinking about what to feed your children, prepping food, going to the grocery store, all of the above. Who has the time? We are all so busy, and it's important to incorporate things into our life that keep our life as simple and convenient as possible. Little Spoon is one way to do just that. They deliver fresh, healthy meals and snacks straight to your door that your kid will love at every eating stage they are in. The baby blends are fresh, organic baby food from single ingredients to multi-textured purees to take the stress out of starting solids. They partner with Clean Label Project to test their blends for 400 plus contaminants, including heavy metals. So you know you're getting good stuff. The Biteables are finger food meals that are cut to size to promote easy self-feeding and they are healthy, balanced, and free of artificial junk. The Little Spoon Plates are toddler and big kid meals that are free of junk and they taste amazing. Even the pickiest eaters will love them. Think hidden veggie mac and cheese, chicken nuggets, and adventurous eats like potstickers, gnocchi, and more. They also offer really fun things like puffs, they have smoothies, lunchers, and snacks. You quite literally never have to think about food again. It's just easy peasy. And did I mention this all comes right to your door? It is so flexible, so easy, and everything stores right in the fridge and freezer. The price is right. The quality is unmatched. You are going to love it and your kids are going to love it. It is just a huge win for your family. Simplify your kids' mealtime with 30% off your first order. Go to littlespoon.com slash momroom and enter our code momroom at checkout to get 30% off your first Little Spoon order. Also, one thing that really stood out to me and made me think these thoughts as I was watching the Jennifer Lopez documentary. And I remember thinking the exact same thing when I listened to Sean Mendez on Armchair Expert. Like, they are just regular people. And I know, like, that's such a cliche thing to say, like, oh, they're just regular people. But when you see them in the environment of, like, 
working so hard, like preparing for these performances and for going on tour and, you know, um, interacting with their family and like you realize that no matter where you're at in your career, like most people would look at Jennifer Lopez and be like, okay, what more could you even, you know, like you're done. Like, what are you striving towards? Um, And so when they went over the part where she was being nominated for awards for her role in Hustlers and like she wanted so badly to be nominated for an Oscar and, you know, had been acting for so many years. Also, you forget like how many movies she's been in um, and just like never been recognized for, you know, her acting in the way that she should be. You're just like, wow, like she, like it doesn't matter where you are. And I always try and remind myself of this because even like with the podcast on social media, it's always like, oh, like right now I'm what, like 77,000 followers on Instagram. It's always like, oh, imagine when I get to 100. Like, yeah, nothing's going to happen when you get to 100. You're literally going to be living the same life. Um, And I saw this post from this other podcast the other day, and this also made me think of it. She had reached 20,000 downloads on her podcast, and she was like, I know it's like she wrote this caption and it was like, I know it's not a lot, but like I'm really excited and happy to, you know, reach this milestone. And I was like, good for you. Like, And I commented saying, like, one thing I've learned is it doesn't matter where you're at, you're always going to be striving for more. And so you need to constantly remind yourself that, like, be happy with what's happening right now. Like, be excited about where you're at now. Be happy that you're getting to do the thing that you want to be doing. Like, if you're not enjoying the process, and you're not happy doing what you're doing and you're just constantly striving for like more followers, more views, more downloads, you're never going to get to enjoy what you're doing. So it's interesting when you see these people that are so successful, like Jennifer Lopez, like Shawn Mendes, and they still have these same issues with regard to like you know, wanting something else, like striving for something else. Like with Sean Mendez, it was like he just talked a lot about his insecurities and how when he did the duet with um, Justin Bieber, he was like, oh, like, you know, because Justin Bieber is so big and he's, you know, whatever, more like followers, more successful in terms of like numbers, whatever. And it just like blows my mind that everyone, no matter where you're at, we're all going through the same thing. And what I find interesting is where you're at, you always just go a little bit higher. So it's like, okay, I'm at 77,000. Okay, 100. That's like a cool milestone to hit, like striving for that. And then once I got to 100, then I'm going to start being like, oh God, like 200 or 150. Like it's always going to be something else. And it doesn't always have to be like followers or social media based, but downloads or like putting out this album or getting the Super Bowl halftime show or 
winning an Oscar or just being nominated for an Oscar. And then it's going to increase to something else, something else, something else. So I always have to remind myself of that. And I'm very mindful of that when I start to have those feelings. Um, Because for example, like my podcast is almost at I think like almost at a million downloads. Okay, I've been doing it for two years. And then I look at podcasts like The Skinny Confidential, which I love, and they're at like 150 million downloads. Like they've been doing it for a long time. But still, I look at that and I'm like, oh my God, like that would be so awesome. But then at the same time, people are probably looking at me and what I'm doing and being like, oh man, like, that would be so incredible like to have a podcast or do what she's doing at that level, let's say, or like number of downloads, whatever. And it's interesting because when I was on Instagram at like 20,000 followers, I would look at people that had 75,000 followers and I was like, oh my God, like they have it made, like that is incredible. But To be honest, I'm doing the exact same thing I was doing at 20,000 followers as I am at 75. It's the same thing. So it's like just enjoy doing what you're doing and don't stress about that stuff. And then you see people like Jennifer Lopez dealing with the same kind of thing and you're like, oh, like it's does this ever end? Anywho, that made me think a lot about that. Also, My husband walked in from the hospital when I was like halfway through the documentary and they're doing all the preparing for the Super Bowl um, show. And I was like, my mind is blown at how many people are involved in this process. Like who is paying all these people for these like ridiculous number of hours of like rehearsals? All like the creative directors, the music directors, the choreographers, the traveling, like people have to travel to all these different locations and the costumes and that like the amount of work and money that must go into these performances blows my goddamn mind, like blows my mind. And to think it's like all these resources into what was her performance like six no seven minutes or something actually blows my mind but then you see the performance at the end and I was like oh my god like it was incredible I don't remember watching that in real time um I don't know where I was but I'm happy that I saw it this morning I just watched the end of it this morning um and I think I need to start working out because Seeing her work out in the gym, and I was just telling my husband this yesterday before I started the documentary, I was like, I need to start working out. This is like one of the only times in my life where I have been not active for a long period of time, and I don't like it. But once you stop for a while, it's so hard to get back in, and it's hard to understand that you can switch around your day to make time to be physically active. Like I need to get back into that routine. And I was like, Jennifer Lopez is 50 and she's doing pull-ups. So it's not too late for you, Renee. You're 37. Get your shit together and start working out. Also, has anybody tried pole dancing lessons? Because my friend and I took a whole beginner's class in Ottawa like years ago. It is so 
hard. And now when I see pole dancers, I am just in awe because it is incredibly difficult. So I just wanted to put that out there. All right, now the moment that you have all been waiting for. What were my husband and I talking about with regard to labias? Okay, here is the conversation. I was complaining to my husband about my labias because I feel like after having Milo, or maybe it's like an age thing, like as you get older, I don't know. And, but then like, My husband informed me that, you know, everyone is so different and like there's a huge variety, you know, it's just like breasts or like anything. Like there's a huge variety of what these parts look like, let's say. Um, But obviously for myself, like I'm not a physician, I'm not a person, like I don't wax vaginas, you know, so I don't. I'm not aware of the variations. So I'm just speaking for myself. Um, There's like the outer and the inner, okay? I don't want the inner touching anything. Like my underwear, if I'm wearing jeans that are high-waisted, that are pulled up. Because now, after, you know, shopping with Charlie and understanding how I'm supposed to wear my shorts and my jeans, I'm trying to wear them properly, which is kind of hiked up, which then gives you a little bit of a crotch wedgie. So be it. Um, So if that's the case and I'm not wearing baggy sweats... I don't want the inside labia to touch anything. I don't like that. It makes me uncomfortable. It just seems like it should not be exposed. It needs to be inside by itself, covered up by the outer, okay? Now, it has come to my attention that some people have a much longer inner labia and... I feel for these people unless it's something that you're just born with and so you're used to it and it's not even a thing that you think about. But for me, I feel like as I'm getting older or maybe it's after giving birth to Milo, all of a sudden the inner part is like, hey, what's going on out here? Like every once in a while. And so sometimes I honestly find myself like, you know how you would pick a wedgie out of your butt? Like sometimes I find myself picking at my front, trying to put the outer parts like over the inner parts to like tuck it in so that the inner part is not touching anything. So I was trying to explain this to my husband because we were sitting in the car and I had jean shorts on and they were like hiked up, giving me a front wedgie. And so I was like trying to pull at it. And then then I was explaining to my husband what I was doing and why I do that because I'm uncomfortable. It was like a whole conversation and Milo's in the back like watching his tablet And I was like, this is hilarious. And I don't know if other people feel the same way or am I the only one that is so bothered by the inner labia touching anything? So let me know. Oh yeah, because I told my husband, I was like, I think I need to get labiaplasty to like make sure. What do they, I don't even know what that is. I've just heard that term. But is that like they make the inside one shorter? 
like I don't know but anyways my husband was like you're not getting anything else that has the 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 word plasty at the end of it because last time you did you were in the hospital for five days and I was like okay good call good call which I have to tell that story at some point it was so traumatizing it happened in 2015 I had a septo rhinoplasty terrible complications afterwards was in the hospital for five days had to have a second surgery like it was terrible um so yeah I'll tell that story at some point and maybe I will share the picture of me in the hospital because you will die okay it looks like I was in a major car accident um it was terrible Okay, so those are the topics that I wanted to touch on today. I will give a little bit of an update on the rebrand and what is happening with that. So I have all my outfits for the photo shoot selected thanks to Charlie Goss and her lovely team. Um, Our photo shoot is Friday. So my sister-in-law is a fashion photographer. She's like an everything photographer. So she is flying here from Vancouver on Thursday night. So tonight, if you're listening to this on Thursday, which you should be, she lands at quarter after 11. So by the time we get back home, get a little bit of sleep, wake up, head to get makeup and hair done, head to the studio, We have the studio for three hours. We're going to take a bunch of amazing photos, okay? Then I have to give all the photos that I want for the website and for the podcast cover to the branding agency. So I'm working with an agency called We Are... No, it's called Brand Up, but on Instagram, it's at We Are Brand Up, They are incredible. I can't wait to see what they're doing. I already had the kickoff meeting with one of the designers and they basically went through all these different categories and like showing me different options to get an idea of what I like. It was so exciting. Like the coolest, oh, I can't wait. Like the vibe of the podcast is just going to be so cool. Like professional like we talk about difficult shit this is the real deal it's entertaining it's educational it's relatable it's all the things so I cannot wait so what happens is they are going to create like the whole branding stuff like the logos the typography the um color scheme the like all of this stuff And then they will create a website for the podcast that will also have a blog, a newsletter. So my idea is like every Sunday I want a newsletter to go out with like everything that's happening that week, like what the episodes are, who the guests are, a blog post, all the things. Maybe like an inspirational quote that I found, something about labias, like you never know, right? So anywho, all of this should happen and be done by September. So I'm planning on having like a big launch. Like, I don't know. It's going to be so exciting. I'm just so excited and it's very busy, but it's very exciting. So I'm happy to be busy with this. So that's it for me for today. On Tuesday, we have an incredible episode with Soraya Chamali. 
I hope I'm saying that properly. I think I am. She's the author of Rage Becomes Her. I've talked a lot about that book on social media, on Instagram. We talk all about like anger and rage in motherhood as women, why it's so difficult for us to express anger like men do, like how our culture basically silences women and you know, nobody wants a woman to be angry, like they're looked at as crazy. Whereas if a man is angry, it's like, oh, let's get things done. Like he means business, you know, it is such a good episode. Um, So do not miss that. And other than that, I hope everyone has a fabulous weekend and I hope that your children sleep. Are you looking for a podcast that'll make you laugh? You came to the wrong place. That's not us. That's not us. <laughs> well, it is. We are a husband and wife who chat about raw, real relationship yeah, topics. like sex. Like money. Like marriage and kids. But we're not afraid to talk about how your newborn baby probably isn't as cute as you think it is. If you're in need of entertainment while you're driving to work, because that sucks, we can join you in the suckage, kind of like being in your ear. Not physically. So if you want to laugh, come check us come out. Come check us out. Brought to you by the Laughing Couple Podcast. Ha <laughs> ha!